Thanks for joining us here at All Nations. We are a church in love with Jesus with a passion for you. Our mission is to bring those who are lost into a life fully devoted to Jesus. If you want to learn more about us as a church and what we do, you can visit us online at allnationswestend.com. Join us today as we hear from our senior pastor, Ross Coco. The message tonight is titled, Never Give Up, God is Faithful. Never give up, God is faithful. Hallelujah. Before I go further, I always like to pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, most of all, Heavenly Father, for your precious Son, Jesus, that you gave to this world, that he came into this world so that we could have life. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you saw fit that you chose each and every one of us to have life and you gave us your, your son, Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that you came into my life and you changed and transformed my life and that I was never the same again. And I know, Lord, that you've done that in many people's lives in this place. But, Lord, that we would never forget it. Lord, that we would never take for granted what you did for us that we would never forget that you came in and you restored us. You took us out of darkness and you conveyed us into your glorious light. You took us out of the pit and you established us on the rock. I just thank you, Lord, that you continue to bless us. And I pray that every person in this place would never, ever take you for granted. I pray that in Jesus' mighty, precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. See, church, there's one key principle that I've learned in the last 21 years of walking with the Lord. And that principle is that we have to live a surrendered life to him. That we always, on a daily basis, we need to surrender our life to him. We need to submit to him. That is the only way that you will walk a successful Christian walk. The other thing I learned is I never allow my circumstances, my emotions, or my mind to rule or to dictate the way that I live my life. Never allow your mind, your emotions, and your circumstances to dictate how you walk your Christian walk. It will quench your faith, and the devil will play with your mind. It is a very dangerous and disastrous position to be in and to walk your Christian walk. The Bible warns us in 1 Peter 5.8. It says to be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. See, this verse church, who is it a warning to? Who is, who is it a warning to? Is it a warning to the world? It's a warning to the church, to you and to me. It is a warning to us because it says to us, the church, to be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil is our adversary, and he walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. If he 
goes around like a lion seeking whom he may devour, that means that he is able to devour some people. Is that right? Are you with me tonight? See, if you allow your circumstances, your emotions, your mind to rule your life, I will warn you, the devil is coming after you and he's coming to devour you. We need to use wisdom. If you remain in that state, you are defenseless against him. In the flesh, we have no defense against the devil. That is why we have many warnings in the scriptures. And one of the greatest is in Ephesians chapter 6. And here we are given the keys to defense against our adversary. Now, many of you know these, these verses, but let's go through them because sometimes we forget them. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. We'll stop there. See, here the Apostle Paul gives us some insight into the spiritual realm. See, many of us can't see the spiritual realm. We can't see how organized and how structured the kingdom of darkness is. But the reality is that it exists. And the Bible warns us of this kingdom. And this kingdom, it says, it has it, we wrestle against this thing that's not made of flesh and blood. We can't see it. But there's principalities. There are powers. There are rulers of darkness. And there are spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Is it speaking plural? See, we're not just fighting against the devil. That's one created being. We're fighting against a host of created beings that are under the authority of the devil. Are we aware of that? See, church, it's important because, and the reason why it's important, and the reason why it's in the Bible, and the reason why God warns us is because it's important. We are against an adversary that has great ability to come against us if we allow him to, if we allow him to. Let's go on. It says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Then it says, Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Hallelujah. Stand having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 
and above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And the last verse here, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. See, in those verses that the Apostle Paul wrote this epistle to the Ephesian church, which, by the way, is not only written to the Ephesian church, it's written to us today. But why he wrote these verses is to give them insight in how to stand against the kingdom of darkness that's going to come against your life. How do we stand against this enemy? See, the key is all these things are remaining in Christ. To remain in the truth or to put the truth around your waist, who is the truth? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. See, church, to have spiritual weaponry, we, ne- we need to remain in our spiritual, um, our spiritual master, and that is Christ. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in our life. That is the only way we can stand against this enemy. Hallelujah. And here it gives us insight about the shield of faith, that faith will protect us. And how does faith come? How does faith, how do we obtain faith? The Word of God tells us in Romans ten seventeen that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. See, you need to be prepared, church. You need to be able to understand and comprehend the Word of God. You need to read it. You need to devour it. It will be a shield to you. Hallelujah. The Word of God will shield you from the devil. Hallelujah. See, there is no better description in the Bible than this passage that describes the real battle that we are in. This has been described in such a way that it is speaking like you are a soldier and that you are prepared for battle. That's how the Apostle Paul uses that analogy. He uses that descriptive language to describe what we are faced against. And the adversary, he is like one of those military stealth bombers. That he, he comes by surprise. He's hidden and he can do much damage in people's lives. But if we are prepared, if we're prepared, church, we'll be ready when the enemy comes. That is why the Bible tells us to be sober and to be vigilant. Be on your guard. Don't let your guard down. Be alert. Don't be complacent. Don't allow yourself to be entangled with the things of the world. Keep that full armor of God on. Keep it intact. Hallelujah. It's not a game. 
That's why there are many Christians that have been taken out by the devil as the devil has taken control of their minds. If you open the door to him, he will have no mercy on you. John 10.10 tells us that. It says the thief comes but to steal, to kill and to destroy. That is his whole purpose. See, he will steal from you that which is most precious to you. He will destroy your life with all kinds of addictions and all kinds of spiritual strongholds like depression, fear and anxiety. The devil will bring that upon your life. And he will try and take it, he will try and take you out. He'll try and take your life. That is the reality of the enemy. But we also have been warned about all these things. The Bible gives us plenty of warnings. And the good news is that we can defend against our enemy. That is why Ephesians 6 tells us about our armor, our spiritual armor. But we also have authority in the word of God and in the name and the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. But we need to exercise it. We need to believe it. That's the key, church. We need to get engulfed in the word of God. And we need to exercise our authority by believing and praying and confessing God's word because it has power and authority. Especially in our prayer life, we need to pray by using the word of God. Because, see, the word has creative power It is able to change the spiritual atmosphere. The Word of God has creative power. How do we know that the Word of God has creative power? Because Jesus, the Word, spoke the entire universe into being through the Word of God. He spoke it into being. See, the Word of God has creative power, church. The enemy is nothing against the devil. The enemy, sorry, the, the devil is nothing against the word of God. Hallelujah. The devil can't stand against God's word. He has no defense against the word of God. And that's why, church, we need to be completely, um, completely in God's word. We need to um, read it. We need to recite it. We need to know it. We need to fill our minds with the Word of God. It will change the way that we think. In Romans 12, it tells us that do not be conformed to the standards of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. How does your mind get renewed? It's through the Word of God. That's what happened to me some 21 years ago. I started to read the Word of God, and it changed and transformed the way I thought. It changed my life completely. It's the word of God that will change you. See, one thing you must always remember is that God has given us the sword of the spirit. And that sword is not only for defense, but it is a weapon of attack against our enemy. That's what the sword, it's it's two-edged. And the devil can't stand against the word of God. That's why, church, never, ever give up. 
God is always faithful. He is there for you. He never promised that you would have a carefree, easy life. In fact, he promised the exact opposite. He said to us in John 15, 20, Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But see, he, he promised us that we would be persecuted. And then further on in John sixteen thirty three, he said, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. See, church, it's so important. This verse is revelatory because here it tells us where do we find peace in this crazy, chaotic world? In Jesus. He says, in me you'll find peace. In Jesus we'll find peace. What will we receive in the world which in, in which we live? We'll receive tribulation. We will, be, we will receive tribulation in this world. But then what does he say? He says, but you should not worry because you should rejoice. Be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. See, church... Jesus has had the victory. He overcame the world. He defeated hell, death, and the grave. He defeated the enemy, the devil. He was defeated at the cross. But church, we need to live it. We need to enforce it in our lives. We need to realize that we are victorious when we remain in Christ Jesus. Don't be tricked. The devil, he is a liar. He will lie to you. He will try and shift your mindset and make you believe something that is not true, that you are not victorious and that your life is a mess. That is what the devil will try and do. He'll try and make you believe a lie. It has always been his scheme and his strategy right from the very beginning. He'll attack your mind with lies. But it's our duty as brothers and sisters in Christ, one, to be there for one another. But number two, we are responsible to read the word, to dispel the lies. As the lies come into our mind, once we have the truth, we can dispel those lies. Amen? No matter what you go through in this life, there is always hope. Always. Especially when you determine to fix your heart and your mind upon your Creator, Jesus. Jesus came to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. Do you believe this? See, the key church to your mindset is not just to recite the scriptures and rattle them off, but to truly believe them. See, do you truly believe and trust in the word of God and what it says? In the Bible, in Matthew chapter 15, verse 8, it says, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. 
See, church, it's of no value to confess the word if you don't believe it and live by it. It's no good to confess the word if you don't believe it and live by it. There's no value to confess Philippians 4.13 that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, unless you believe it. See, there's no use in confessing 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, unless you believe it and you are prepared to stand on it. See, God's word is truth. The fact is that you may be going through tremendous tribulations right now and everything may even seem to be falling apart in your life. That could be a fact. But guess what? The truth overweighs facts because the truth is based on God's word. And God's word says this, that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So even while you're going through your trials and your tribulations, God will never leave you, nor will he forsake you, church. You know, a good friend of ours, he's been to this church, Stan the man. He says this one thing, he he quotes this. He says, delay is not denial. Many people have prayed for things, and just because you haven't received them, it doesn't mean that they're not coming. Because God has a perfect timing. We just need to continue to believe in God's word and believe in his promises, church. Delay is not denial. We need to choose where we place our trust. Are we getting this tonight? See, the word of God is the ultimate truth. We can can agree with the lies of the devil and with the circumstances that he puts upon us and agree with our carnal minds, but that is going to bring destruction to our life. See, 1 Corinthians 1.9 says this, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. See, he's faithful. He's always faithful because... God will always remain faithful because it is part of his character. It is a fruit of the Spirit and it's part of God's character. God can never, ever be unfaithful. He is always faithful. Even when we are unfaithful, God is faithful. Amen? That's one thing that you can bank on better than any of these banks. They all rip people off anyway, our banks in this nation. But God, you can bank on that he is faithful, that you can bank on that God will always stand by his word. God will never be contrary to, the, to his word, church. You can bank on that better than anything that you could ever bank on in this life, that you can trust God 100%, church. He will never lie to you. I want to encourage you as we enter into this new year to leave 2019 behind. That now it's time that you look ahead into 220. And that was the mindset of the Apostle Paul. Let's 
Let's listen to what the Apostle Paul wrote to the Philippian church in Philippians chapter, Philippians chapter 3. Uh, 13, I think it is. Yep. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. So, uh, verse 14, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Um, That was actually the NLT version, so that's fine. Um, So, if we listen to the words here in the King James, it says, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Now, listen to here the mindset of the Apostle Paul. See, this is why he was able to endure all the tribulations that he endured, and they were many. Do we remember what the Apostle Paul went through? That he was beaten so many times, that he was stoned even to death, that the Apostle Paul spent most of his time writing the New Testament in prison. See, the Apostle Paul went through tremendous tribulations, but the Apostle Paul knew to keep the right mindset. He knew to keep his eyes upon Jesus, that he looked at the goal, at the prize that he was going to receive. He didn't focus on all those things that were behind. He didn't allow them to deter him. He didn't allow all those terrible things that happened to him to stop him from running the race and keeping his eyes on the prize. See, we need to focus the same way that the Apostle Paul did, church. We need to take um, a lesson from him. He had the right mindset. He forgot all those things that were behind and he looked forward to the reward that was awaiting him. That is what inspired him and kept him motivated to press on no matter what the cost. He remained focused. He had a one-track mind. That was Jesus. He continued to believe the word and the promises and he was not distracted by the devil's lies. He believed the word of God and he lived it. That is a great example of a man of faith. In the Apostle Paul's epistle to the Galatian church, he wrote this in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Church, do not lose heart and do not lose focus. Don't worry about all the negatives that happened in 2019 Look forward to the positives that are going to happen in 2.20. Make a choice to have the right mindset as the Apostle Paul did as we enter into this new year of 2020. Let's leave those things behind that are no longer important. Let's leave all those trials and tribulations that we've had to endure. Let's not focus 
on those, but let's focus on the victories that we've had in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll call up the worship team as we close tonight. Church, I want to encourage you that 2020 we can make a change. We can stop the way that we've dealt with our trials and our tribulations. Don't allow negativity to rule and reign in your life. Don't be run by your emotions. Don't be run by our minds that are carnal, our carnal minds. Allow the Spirit of God to start to speak to us. Get encouraged by the Word of God. Be encouraged knowing that you are on the winning side. You are victorious, church. Let's live our life like we are victorious. Let's not be down in the dumps. Let's not allow anxiety or depression or these things to come upon us. Don't let those things rule in your mind. Allow the Word of God, allow the Holy Spirit to have His way in your life. Make that decision this year for 2020 and you will never look back. I can tell you, church, I made that decision many years ago not to allow the enemy to bring me down, not to allow the enemy to have his way in my life. Have I gone through sufferings? Have I gone through tribulations? Of course, we all do. But you know what? Out of every single one of those, there are lessons that are being learned and God has turned things around for his glory. That's because you need to remain faithful to him. Trust him. Believe him. He won't let you down, church. The devil, he will let you down. He'll destroy your life. But God will never let you down. Jesus will never let you down, church. Trust him fully with your whole life, no matter what goes on. And if you're struggling, grab a brother or sister to encourage you and pray together. Get into the Word of God and lift your spirit up. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless you all and thank you for tonight. In Jesus' name. Thank you for connecting with us. We would love the chance to stay in contact with you. We want to help you find your next steps in life with vision and purpose through Jesus Christ. If you haven't already, you can jump onto our website at allnationswestend.com to find out more. We look forward to doing this journey together.